Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the stinking truth. You know, I I look at all our games that we have coming up this week to talk about, and I'm always looking for storylines, and you Mm -hmm. you immediately look, hey, what are are the best matchups, right? Right. To me, from a storyline standpoint, does it get any juicier right now than Jets and Raiders? Where to start? Right, yeah. Right? Well, let's start with the Raiders in their their team meeting. Yeah. Did you hear the report from Jay Glazer from Fox? about what went down, what transpired in that so team meeting. So to sum meeting. it up, basically um, the players, coaches were allowed to vent. Yeah, it was a come to it was a come to Jesus meeting. Right, right. And it was just a bash on Josh McDaniels meeting, and Josh is there. Right, Josh is there, and all the players just came out and absolutely eviscerated Josh. Josh asks Antonio Pierce to stand up and kind of represent for him. Right. Speak on my behalf. And Pierce I, I, goes about it in a way in which he starts talking about forging an identity, and he brings up his giant stage. Right. So he's talking about we need to have – it can't be anybody else's identity. Right. It has to be inherently ours. It's got to be authentic. We have to have – this is who we are as a group, right? We have to establish – our identity, what we are, what we you know, like, what we believe in, and they said, "Hey, man, when I played for the Giants, every year we had this belief in our game planning and what the coaches were asking us to do. And if we just executed it, we could win and we could beat anybody." He goes, "And, and you know, that's what we believe when we went in that Super Bowl when New England was eighteen and zero, and we beat them in the Super Bowl." And Josh basically eviscerates him and says, don't you ever speak about the New England Patriots. Right. Right. This is exactly, this is exactly. This is Josh's advocate. Yeah. (laughs) This is what, like, we're having a meeting about establishing, like, what's wrong with this organization. And the thing that's coming up is, you know, we don't, you're not allowing us to have our own culture. Like, you're not allowing, like, they, apparently they used to do this dancing thing. You used to do this dancing thing. And, um, you know, and, and like, it was like a, a, like a, dance off like in in pregame pre-practice stretch and of course Josh wasn't going to allow that because it's not serious enough right it's not seriousness for his the tenor that he's trying to set and so it just it went by the wayside and of course it's back now yep. that he you know the ding dong the witch is dead wow did you get that vibe wow. after the after the win 
in the in the yeah. locker room and well, the you speeches know, it's, and it's the funny. smoking cigars. It's and, funny what ends up happening to you when you lose because, um, like, <laughs> we have back to back world championships, right? I mean, we we win back to back championships here in Denver. And in 1999, Elway retires. You know, we have a couple of injuries. Terrell Davis tears out his ACL, blah, blah, blah. And we're not, it's not going well. And it's like the, ultimately, you know, with Mike Shannon, it's the no fun zone. Like, we're not going to have any fun now. Now it's all about grinding, all about grinding. And we used to do this team takeoff thing. And, you know, I'm, shoot, year 11 or whatever. And I, I mean, I, like, I'm not winning any team takeoff drills, right? So you get up online scrimmage and you call a play. And be like, blue 80, blue 80, like like 14 handoff or 15 handoff or 18, 19 handoff, right? And you take your steps and it just run, And it's like a warm-up, like, but it's right after stretch. It's a warm-up to get rolling. And um, and we've got this moratorium on fun right now because we're losing. We're 0-4 or whatever we are. And um, I had a couple of coaches because I was always kind of a liaison, you know, between coaches and head coach and coaches and players, right? They'd be like, hey, can you talk to Mike or can you – so – uh, and the coaches talk to me and go, dude, th- you got to do something. You got to do something, right? <clears throat> so we get in the team takeoff drill, and um, we call a play. And the whole team's lined up, like, say it's the 10-yard line, and I walk up to, like, the 16 and get in my stance. So I'm six yards ahead of everybody. I'm getting a head start. And, you know, we snap the ball, and I, boom, I win the, I, the team takeoff, right? And just start celebrating. Everybody goes crazy, you know, because I win the team takeoff. And Shanahan's freaking fuming, just fuming. <laughs> He's sort of going there. You can see him, right? But everybody's having a good time. And anyhow, we went, we went out, and that week we won. Not, yeah. I'm like, not, not crediting that, right? But it was just there's a different. Like you got it. It's a. It's so much a grind. And I talked to Mike about it. I was like, this is so hard, and it's such a grind. And we've lost players, and we've got injuries, and all these things. Dude, if you take the fun out of the, this mm-hmm. game is too hard not to have yeah. fun while you're doing it. You can still work hard and prepare hard and have a good time. And not unless you're, you know, Josh McDaniels, because everything is I'm so serious and, and nothing can be fun. And you guys didn't slide all of a sudden because you're having too much fun. Right. No, no, and no. And all of a sudden you were shirking your right. responsibilities it or anything just, like that and nothing to do with it, that so why stop having fun right. it must have just chapped his ass he probably had to have like uh you know bag balm on his hiney oh. all like those two years we went back to back championships because we were having a blast <laughs> like we we're digging around <laughs> yeah. and having a good time but everybody was a professional so we did our work right. um but unbelievable so i mean as much as i hate to see the raiders have success um i've always said this um, the league's a better place when the Raiders are relevant, and I am glad. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And I'm glad for Antonio Pierce. I worked for I worked with Antonio Pierce for several years at ESPN. He's a great dude. Um, and I hope you know I hope that he puts them back on the map. And I hope he gets a chance to retain that job. I think it's really cool. Then there are the Jets. Yeah. And wow, from. Robert Sala on a radio show taking the fifth when asked why he doesn't bench Zach Wilson. Dude, they need to go to Trevor Simeon. 
But he was asked about that, and he's like, uh, 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 I'll, I'll take the fifth. Like, what, what does that mean? Right. Are you in charge or not? Yeah. Are you empowered or not? And then you got the Monday night game, and Troy Aikman's calling out the, the Jets' offense and all the pre-snap penalties. You can't even line up right. And then in the backdrop, you got Aaron Rodgers out there slinging around passes and allegedly telling Derwin James he's going to be back in a few weeks. Yeah, I He's saw- since backed off that, but... He said a few weeks. I, I saw the, the video clip. He did say a few yeah. weeks. That um, depends. Everybody's few. You know, some people's few is three. I think most people in America, their few would be three. Yes. Some people's few is 12 weeks. Um, <laughs> it just depends on... Just, 2024. Right. It just depends on what your few means, uh-huh. right? Just what your few means. So, you know... What do you think Aaron Rodgers' few means? If they, if they made it to the playoffs, then he would assess where he's at and if he could be effective so him back in three weeks you say no chance zero zero chance of him being back in three weeks okay zero i don't think there's i don't think we produce enough ghee butter in this country to have him back in three weeks like you could eat vats of ghee butter and have diarrhea for months and still not be ready to play as much as that helps your body, I think. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm willing to do anything. Like I said, even with injury stuff, when I was playing, like you you could sell me on wrapping dog turds on my injury would help it heal. I would have I would be searching dog turds high and low through the neighborhood to wrap on my injuries. Like I don't if if I think it's gonna help, I will do it. All right, so do you see the Jets any no. scenario in which it okay? No, not not no playoff scenario. For Aaron Rodgers to come back on his white steed and not save the day. Not with Zach Wilson playing quarterback. So you'd go to Trevor Simeon without even question. There's not even one question in my mind. And I don't think Trevor Simeon's the savior either, but Trevor's a professional. Trevor will get the ball out on time. He'll get it to the right receiver. Now, there's going to be some limitations with what he can do. And I also understand that, you know, the, the protection and your offensive line is not great. But um, some of that some of that will be alleviated because he's going to get the ball out on time. So there's not going to be, you know, eight sacks every time you, you line up to play.